Hello and welcome everyone to a very special MotoGP podcast, Last on the Brakes. It's not FP1, just in case that's what you're expecting. Uh, it is a live podcast special with our very special guest today. And it's also his birthday, so sorry in advance, Augusto, for starting the day with us. Uh, but welcome to the podcast, Augusto Fernandez, obviously Red Bull KTM IO Moto2 Championship leader now. And next season as well, Gas Gas MotoGP rider. Welcome. I'm Fran Wild, I should say. Co-host Elliot York is here. So, how's it going? Easy first question. Happy birthday. How are you? Are you happy to be in Japan? The normal intro. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, happy to celebrate my birthday with you guys. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, happy to be here in Japan after three years and ready to, to start the weekend. Let's see. Well, we, I was just asking you before, do you think it will make any difference here? You have a bit more experience. Mm -hmm. It's interesting in every class. In Moto3, we have a whole load of guys who are basically rookies again. Moto2, some who've only ridden it in Moto3. You've ridden it in Moto2. Mm -hmm. what, are you, what are your thoughts and with the rain as well, making life a bit harder? Yeah, well, the rain, of course, it will be tricky for everybody. Uh, even if I know the track, the rain is always uh, unpredictable. How do you feel about rain? Because like, like Dennis Fodger would be like, no rain ever. <laughs> well, <laughs> Some people a little Depends bit more. on the track and, and also the level of confidence. Uh, normally I go faster or slower on the rain. Uh, so let's see. I hope to be... Normally I'm okay. Not super fast, but not super slow as well. So normal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course, I know the track. I've been here with the Moto2 <coughs> bike. And um, well, it's not my best track, but... Uh, yeah, the thing is, my main rival is, is from here, he's from Japan, Ayogura, so he knows the track as well, so um, let's see. We'll talk a bit more about this year and the title chase in a little while, but we've not had you on the podcast before, Gusto, and some people watching might not, or listening at a later date, might not know who you are, so where did you come from? How did it start <laughs> your journey to Moto2 World Championship? You really leader? went for that, like a dating show. So where are you <laughs> from? Where are you from? How old were yeah. you? How <laughs> I was born in <laughs> <laughs> So long ago. Uh, well, my career, uh, the way I arrived to the, uh, to the World Championship, I think it's not the, um, the, what we are used to see. Yeah. Uh, I was um, racing in the European Junior Cup on the World Superbike Paddock. Because it was... Uh, oh, of course, yeah, you were. That was the first one, wasn't yeah. it? That was, that was my first important uh, championship, let's say, you know. It's like the Rookies Cup here, but uh, they're in Superbike. And, well, I remember have very good moments from, from that, those years. Um, I won the second year on the, on the championship. Uh, by winning the, 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 this cup, uh, we had a prize uh, that was moving up to Stock 600 class. Uh, and there were guys like Toprak, Raskatoglu, <laughs> Rinaldi. That uh, doesn't exist anymore, but there were some yeah, really yeah, fast riders in that one, class, yeah. right? But they quit the class. So, well, I finished for that, that year as my rookie season. I won the last race in, in France, a couple of podiums. And uh, yeah, it was a good year, but they quit the class. So we were without uh, a team for, for, the, for the next year. And, uh, yeah, in trouble. <laughs> so uh, we had to go go back a little bit, a step back uh, to the CV class, but stock is 600. I won the championship there. Then I moved up to the, with the same team to the CV Motor Tube. And then, yeah, I started. For, for branding purposes, we should say, now that's Junior <laughs> GP. Well, yeah. <laughs> Always on and, point. Uh, yeah, so at the time, though, it was the Spanish National Championship sí. still, wasn't it? And it's yes. the Motor to European Championship within that. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, and then how was that? Adventure there. Well, it's uh, quite a difference to a stock 600 machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, I had to 
to kind of start again a little bit now with the Moto2 and also we had like a known team, own team uh, with a, a family effort at the end. It was our last chance to, <coughs> to because our weight in Superbike was because it was less, yeah, less expensive, a little bit cheaper no, than, uh, than the Moto3 normal way on um, the CB and, and well, the Junior World Championship. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, I remember. Yeah, it was a family effort, and uh, the bike was full black with AF on the front, 37 yeah. on the back. I remember <laughs> this. Literally, just like so you and your little team, yeah. and just like not really many sponsors. Yeah, just no, like, hey, the bike's we were on the track. About it when we ride we it, went yeah. to the, the Catalan round in 2018. Yeah, I was exactly. watching. I think you were commentating, weren't you, Fran? Maybe. And I remember seeing. Augusto yeah. Fernandez on just a blacked out suitor machine and she came second and won one of the races and then yeah, you obviously exactly. went on to world championships. Yeah, so that was the last, uh, well, yeah, yeah. a good race to win because uh, I remember the situation in Pons was, uh, they were looking for a rider so it was the perfect time to win the race. <laughs> but yeah, at that time we were, we were going race by race, literally, like uh, we were paying the team race by race. Uh, with the sponsors, with the help of sponsors and, and family as I said, uh, okay, let's go to round one. On the seat that year, no? Okay, round one, second. Can we go to round two? Okay, let's go to round two. Uh, and then uh, I remember Montmelo was the last race we well, we had the money to to to, to race. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so yeah. that was literally was the last race. Let's say well, last effort, and, and let's see. Uh, and then here I am. No, I won that race. Uh, a bit of lucky at the end. No, you have to 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 be lucky. And uh, the situation in Pons. Uh, was like, well, as I said, they were looking for a ride and I won that race. And they gave me the chance to, to race on, on Montmelo and uh, on the GP. And uh, yeah, here I am. <laughs> well, that's incredible then, because I mean, we've spoken to a lot of, the other example that comes to mind is someone from your home area as well, Juan Mir, yeah. who was similarly like, basically, when you're racing in the junior categories, you've got to win. You've got to show what you've yeah. got because there's not like some massive backing behind you and stuff. Exactly. How did you cope with that pressure? Because were you 25 today or 24 today? 25. One of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's quite a lot to deal with when you're also trying to focus on the racing and get those results. How was it kind of balancing all of that? Well, uh, I don't know. At the end, um, it's what I've been dreaming uh, all my life, no? Or, or my short career at the moment uh, and uh, I knew it was the last chance and uh, also I felt good on the, on, on the weekend, I remember feeling good. The bike was not the best but this weekend, I don't know, everything, we put everything there and uh, I won that race and it was a good one. I remember fighting with, with Rafin, yeah. uh, a good battle, a good last lap battle and uh, uh, I've shown, yeah, as, as Miss says, uh, I've shown to the World Championship that what I'm capable of, and uh, and Sito gave me the chance, and and yeah. We've seen <laughs> we've seen Moto Two is like a really difficult class. We've seen like world champions come up from Moto Three and struggle. But you yeah. went in in 2018, and I think you got three top eight finishes, yeah. sixth I think here in Japan as well, yeah. and then I think a best fourth. So yeah, you, you came in and just went. Well, I struggled a little bit the, the first races because I thought it was going to be easier. Yeah. But <laughs> I love that. Like, <laughs> the notoriously difficult class. You're like, honestly, yeah. I thought this was going to be easier. <laughs> no, because um, 
Well, yeah, I thought it was going to be easier, <laughs> honestly. But I uh, remember struggling the first races. Uh, the level here is is so high, and and I remember I was one second off the 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 leading group or, or the the guys who were winning. But wow, to to improve that second or that last half second was a lot, and uh, it took me quite a, a few races. But uh, but yeah, uh, I managed to do it. Then. <laughs> and you did, and then obviously since you've had Grand Prix wins, how does that feel when you managed to first take that step forward and really like get those victories? You had that one at Mazzano as well. Mm. You are one half of the responsible <laughs> parties yes. for our new track limits rules now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> From that race with, was it Digi, wasn't it? Digi, but yeah, yeah, how did it feel then to finally make that step up? Obviously, you said you thought it was going to be easier, mm. but then you managed to get those wins. Was that kind of a weight off your shoulders or was it more? Yeah, it's a lot. And I remember that year, um, everything was, like every result was okay. Uh, it was my first full year in the championship, 2019. Uh, it was uh, the, new, the new Trump bike. So everything was kind of start again for everybody. Do you think that made a difference? Yeah, for you? this yeah. helped me a lot. Like it uh, took me out a few years uh, of um, how do you say? Mm, yeah, adapt to the Moto2. So at the end, triumph with the triumph, we everybody starts uh, from zero, and um, and yeah, it was uh, it helped me a lot. And, and yeah, this year was everything was okay. So every result was was good. And and when I won my first. The race was unbelievable. Like I didn't, I wasn't expecting to win a race that year, maybe. And at the end, I was fighting for the championship till till here, till the Asian Tour. So was was a very good year. What's it like winning that first race? Obviously, you work your whole life to yeah. get to the World Championship, and then you you finally do it. Not for you as well, also for your family, just yeah. to the sense of like relief you've won you. Yeah, first I remember my thoughts more than for myself as well, but uh, all my, the family effort yeah. that uh, was. Well, the year 2018 we were without uh, a ride, and 2019 we were winning <laughs> races in the World Championship. Yeah. So yeah. that was it's quite a yeah, whiplash. Quick, change, yeah. yeah, so it was uh, unbelievable. It's uh, an amazing feeling. Yeah. Well, we're certainly happy they did, and we're happy <laughs> that we've yeah. seen you there since. But then let's talk. Then obviously it was a little bit of a tougher one until this season. Mm -hmm. Maybe even the start of this season as well. Testing. Both you and Pedro super quick, mm. and then it was all a bit of a difficult start to the year. Mm. But let's go back then. Obviously, you won races, and then you had a bit of a tougher time. And I remember you in the press conferences when you were getting thirds, and you're just like, I just need these points. <laughs> mm. Like, after having a difficult time, I need to take yeah. these points, put them towards my championship title, and just take it calm. Yeah. What was that like coming back from that? Because you have had this roller coaster of yeah. struggling, then winning race, and then, oh, how do you dig yourself back up from there? Well, la last year, I remember when, when I was back on the podium, I had to build confidence again because 2020 was a very, 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 not a bit, very tough year for me. Uh, after 2019, that was kind of not an easy one, but uh, without expecting those results, I, I got the results and uh, uh, at the end I was fighting for the championship. So moving to, to Mac VTS was to try to win the championship or at, at least fight for it uh, again. And wow, uh, I was struggling even to make it to the top five. And um, yeah, no feelings though that year. Uh, mm, <coughs> and then you lose a lot, of, a lot of confidence on your riding, on your own, uh, yeah, own things. At the end, even training at home, I didn't, I didn't know if I was training good or 
I change well, a lot so of it's things. Like everything yeah, like, you lose oh. a lot of confidence on, on everything um, in life at the end. And to build from that is difficult, but then step by step in 2021, after another bad start of the year, but uh, I changed my crew chief, crew chief uh, and he helped me a lot to, to get this confidence back. And, and wow, at the end, we did a very good uh, last half of the season, uh, getting a lot of podiums against uh, Raul and Remy that they were so fast so uh, being third was was good and I feel like being third last year was a little bit different <laughs> like to some a win of the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and obviously coming from what, what I was coming from uh, was was very good and I was happy to, to to finish on the podium every race so yeah I needed to to build that confidence again uh, and and yeah at the end Moving again to, to Red Bull, uh, Katie and Mayo team was again to try to fight for the championship. How difficult yeah. was 2020? Obviously, we all suffered through COVID and the delayed start of the season. But then when you're struggling during the season as well, how difficult is that as a rider to go home, not be able to live a normal life, maybe have to train in a different way mm. away from everyone else? How difficult was 2020 for you? Yeah, 2020, apart from well, COVID and everything, of course, uh, well, my situation with the with the team or where, where my my performances in the in the World Championship were not uh, as expected, and and then also the situation of COVID uh, yeah. doesn't help. No, didn't help it. So, uh, yeah, was it a, a tough one? <laughs> a tough <laughs> one. More than the COVID for me was uh, the yeah personal performances and on the on the races. Uh, I was not performing good, and and I was not happy, uh, yeah. honestly. Uh, but. Yeah, we are. I was gonna say, did you figure out what the difference was? What have you changed from there? Um, well, I think my relationship with uh, the crew I had uh, on that year, we were not. They were good because they they just won the championship with Alex Marquez. But maybe with my way of work, or I don't know what. Uh, just not the perfect. Yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah, that's Don't it. Don't worry, we're not looking for you to be like. <laughs> <laughs> and the end, a little things made a difference. No? At the end, I was yeah. finishing fifth, sixth, seventh, instead of finishing on the podium. Yeah. It's just about two tens, maybe three tens. But maybe this was, was it's not a lot, but uh, little things here yeah. in Moto2 and well, also Moto2 here in the we'll World Championship. It's a lot, don't we? It's a lot. A couple of tenths, yeah. especially in Moto2. I yeah. mean, in MotoGP. So you're not slow, but yeah, two tenths exactly. off, you are slow. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> so you are not competitive. Brutal. So. Yeah. It was not a lot, but but at the same time, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously now, as you can see, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> with Io, obviously, like we just briefly mentioned, with Remy and Raul last year, it was incredible. The record of the Io team in Moto3 and in Moto2 is amazing. Mm. How did that move come about? And yeah, how was that feeling when you kind of stepped into the team? Because like you said, obviously Mark VDS also mm. incredible success. Like you said, they won the championship there, but. What was the difference and why did you go for the move? Well, when I, when I sank, when I first sank, also I was a little bit worried about uh, the same thing. At the end, I moved, I moved to, from Pons to Mark VDS with high expectations of fighting for a title. And then I remember talking to my dad, uh, are we doing the correct thing? Because we are changing mm -hmm. again. Mm, we are on the way of, uh, well, we are getting the confidence back and we are performing better in Mark VDS. So we are changing again. So I was afraid of, of, of that move again, and, and but at the end, after the first test, um, and uh, I, well, with the conversation with Aki before the before singing was were good, and 
and also with KDM, they they were believing in me a lot. So that gave gave me a lot of uh, confidence and uh, to to perform here. And yeah, after the first test, uh, I went to my dad and I said, "Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. We will have the possibility." <laughs> then, of course, the the year is long and it's going to be tough, but uh, it's not going to be about speed. So. Uh, I felt good immediately with the team and with my crew chief and mechanics and, and Aki and everybody and this was in November, uh, even the first test before. After oh yeah, of course, for you the first Valencia. test is not our official first test, yeah, exactly. like brought him out, it's quite a yeah, while before so that. Yeah. I went into Christmas relaxed, uh, knowing, oh, yeah. that, uh, <laughs> knowing that I had uh, a good uh, team to, to fight for the title. Because that's quite a lot of pressure, like you say, you've gone yeah. to from one team that's already been pretty successful to one of, I would say, the two big teams traditionally mm. over the last couple of years. It's not quite worked out. Mm. So when you go for this final move, yeah. it's like, well, if this doesn't work, yeah, I'm gone. but it has I'm worked, done. hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. How, Luckily, how are you yes. feeling now that we're into the season? Because like you said, those testing was really good for mm. both you and Pedro. Obviously, he's had that injury mm -hmm. and also rookie. He's his own yeah. little hurricane of <laughs> everyone <laughs> um, having so much to say. Mm -hmm. But you've been super consistent now and just bringing it up with those wins again. Mm. How, are you, how are you feeling now? What's, what's made that difference? Yeah, well, now I'm very good. And, and as <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah. Now very good. I'm trying to, to be consistent. Uh, more than winning races are, are new and uh, I've learned also this season, at the end you never stop learning and, and at the beginning of the season I was maybe mm, wanting too much the win uh, because I was feeling good with the team and after uh, two years without winning I needed a lot of that win yeah. uh, and I felt very good in Portimao, uh, we had the speed and also in practice uh, from Qatar, uh, qualifying, uh, qualifying the front row in, in Mandalika in Argentina, so even the first part of the year was, I was fast. But maybe to wanting the, the win uh, was, I was not performing well on Sundays. Uh, I was nervous, I was uh, maybe trying too much and making small mistakes. Uh, and I, I wasn't, well, even a podium. So when we, were back, we went back to, to Europe, uh, we also, uh, Aki and all the team uh, helped me a lot on, on this because we never lost the focus on the championship, even if we were not uh, winning races or making podiums. Um, we, in Europe, it's like we start from zero. And uh, we had to build, again, confidence on, uh, confidence on Sundays, no? race confidence that is different from being fast. You can be fast, but then on Sunday is Sunday, you know? race is race. And uh, yeah, step by step, Jerez, Portimao, we were building, 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 building till, till Le Mans. And when you got a win, it's wow, like yeah. shoulder uh, is a lot. And back. Relief. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, it's relief. And, and yeah, since that also helps you to be maybe calm in other situations. And when you maybe it's, it's difficult to get the win, you accept to be second or third because yeah. at least you have won. It's a, not been a, yeah, three years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it helped me a lot. Is there a we always say the start of the year, like the four or how many flyaways we have outside of Europe. Mm. And we always say sort of Europe is when the season starts, even mm. though it obviously isn't. But how you just said it there as a rider, the season sort of started for you in Europe. Is the four, like we've had this year, flyaway races, sort of just try to do what you can. If you can pick up wins and podiums, great. 
then obviously Europe is where the tracks that everyone knows and everyone goes quick at. So it's like, right, Europe, we need to be mm. starting here quick and ready to go. Yeah, more, more or less like this, but uh, I approached the first races in, yeah. uh, in the overseas as well, uh, the same way of, of Europe at the, at the beginning. Uh, uh, went out there trying to win every race, yeah. um, trying to make points and trying to, to knowing that was going to be a long year, but uh, of course better start winning than, sure, than yeah. on the back. But I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. When when we some good quotes. <laughs> like, well. I was not able to do it. Uh, so yeah, uh, in Europe we were a little bit far in points uh, than Vietti, uh, yeah. who was leading, was very strong. He started the year very strong and and also consistent. So, but yeah, step by step. Uh, at the end, as I said, Aki helped me a lot and all the team. Um, helped me a lot in how to, I didn't approach the whole championship and um, going race by race, uh, doesn't matter if at the beginning we had to be five, we had to finish fifth, we have to finish fourth, had to take those points and, and build confidence and, the, and till the win arrives, no? And uh, we did exactly that. Yeah, it's gone quite well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are now leading the championship, like you say, you had a few wins as well. Um, how now it's like you're back at that point where you were in 2019 mm -hmm. like you said where you're fighting with the possibility this year even bigger possibility yeah it is only seven points yeah. but at the moment certainly it looks like you and i just have that edge we'll see because mm -hmm. aron is now catching mm -hmm. again isn't he yeah. but how how is it now three years later is it three years yeah mm -hmm. i lose i lose count of years <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. COVID. <laughs> How does it feel now? Do you feel like a different rider? Do you feel like the rider you need to be to try and take it down to Valencia? And yeah, of course, it's a different moment. Uh, and I'm a different rider, I think, in 2019. As I said before, everything was good and every result was okay, even for the championship. We were fighting for the championship, but in our minds, not really. Because uh, if we lost the championship, okay, we will have more yeah. chances. No? <laughs> It's not the case this year. I really won this championship and I feel ready and uh, I'm more mature, let's say, in, in, in terms of, of racing uh, and everything, but in racing and, and I really won this title. And um, I know it's, I have a good chance to, to, win, in, to win it and, and we are so close to it and so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I could feel being like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the other obvious question then is recently, perfect timing for us to uh, have you on as a guest this week, mm -hmm. moving to MetaGP next year. So, I mean, we don't know what the future will hold, but certainly for the moment then, this is your final year in Moto2. Mm -hmm. how, how did that come about? There's been quite a lot of talk, interest in that seat. And then it seemed like in summer it started to be like, okay, it's going to be Augusto. It's one of those rumours where it's like no one specifically said it, or yeah. I don't remember it coming no, from no, anywhere yeah. specific, but it's like at some point everyone accepted that Paul Spargo's teammate at Gas Gas will yeah. be Augusto <laughs> Fernandez, and then we're waiting for all the stuff. How does, yeah, how does that feel? Is it exciting? Nerves? Like, how did it come about? No, exciting. At the end, um, before the summer break, uh, uh, I accept that I was going to be in Moto2 another year, for another year, with yeah. the same team, KDM, but uh, for another year. So, um, yeah, but I, I accept that, and um, I was 
happy uh, as well to to be another year with with. It didn't do Zarco any harm, right? Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> I was I was bueno uh, with Zarco. He won two titles, yeah. so my focus changed to to try to to make the same, not to do the same. Uh, try to win this this title and then try to repeat <laughs> it the, the the next year, no? But yeah, after summer after summer break, of course, I, I won some races before the summer break and after the summer break, and maybe also they change. Um, it helps to, to take the decision, uh, and yeah, of course, uh, I, I have to, to have to go there. It's a dream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've, also I feel that, that I'm ready to, to do it after uh, some years in Moto2, and also after this year that uh, we are fighting for the championship. I hope to, to win it, but uh, if not, at least uh, we are performing good, and I feel ready to to jump to the to the MotoGP. It certainly feels like you're ready. I know. There was rumours about Ayagura potentially moving mm. up to LCR Honda Idemitsu, but I think he said publicly that he didn't want the ride. Mm. But he's only obviously been there. I think here he forced that issue well, publicly by yeah. just constantly being like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less than, I mean, he's so chill about everything, yeah. is he? He's like, <laughs> um, but from, from the outside, obviously, you speaking now, it sounds like you're really, really ready for, to make the step to, to MotoGP. So yeah. it must be very exciting for you. Yeah, of course. Uh, as I said, uh, I had some years in Moto2 already, and uh, um, I thought it was going to be shorter. No, <laughs> after 2019, yeah. my my years in Moto2, uh, I thought I was going to move up. Um, yeah, earlier. Uh, <laughs> but then, yeah. Uh, also, uh, from the beginning, I uh, I really want before to to move to MotoGP. I really want to fight for a title till the end, mm -hmm. uh, and. After 2019, we, were, we, we did it, but not till the end. So yeah. 2020 was to try that, didn't do it. 2021 was again to try that, didn't <laughs> it. And now I'm doing it. So yeah, of course, it's, it's, I'm on, on a good moment now. Uh, and I think I have to take the, the next step. And like things like looking at I, obviously, like we said, you've had a really different path with mm. the European Junior Cup. Like it's a very different yeah. start to the Asia Talent Cup and that kind of path. Do you understand his decision? Would you do the same if you were him? Because you are two really different riders. Yeah. yeah, of course. He's he's only been two years in in Moto two, so he, yeah. he and he didn't win a Grand Prix in Moto three either. Yeah, he's like that's true. So he can he can be another year. Uh, he can stay another year in Moto two. He has he has time, and also uh, Honda is waiting for him. We, everybody knows it. So it's a different yeah. story. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> so he's relaxed on on this moment because us how to say Spanish right that we don't we are a lot and we are, there are a lot of good riders from yeah. Spain so you never know that like uh, you never know you are going to 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 have this the opportunity again so yeah super happy to, to and excited to 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 be more GP right next year it should be exciting lineup as well with Paul obviously yeah. got some experience on maybe not exactly the same bike as now but mm. And then that gas gas branding is that something cool for you as well? Because yes. obviously, KTM backed, but mm -hmm. gas gas brand it's quite iconic. Yes, also a little bit of Spain. There. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> so yeah, very excited. Uh, also the line lap, as you said, with Paul Espargaro uh, as a teammate, and then in the KTM team we have uh, uh, Jack and Brad with a lot of experience and speed as well in, in yeah. MotoGP. So 
yeah, uh, honestly, uh, can't wait to, to learn from those guys and it's going to be a, an exciting year. I was going to say that's like a, get well, yeah, true. <laughs> that's like a, not a, well, pretty much perfect team to mm. join with the amount of experience Paul's got. Jack's obviously got a lot of experience. Brad now has quite a lot of experience as yeah. well. Um, all race winners yes. as well. You must be like thrilled that yeah, uh, you obviously join in MotoGP, which is absolutely fantastic. Yes. But then to join such a good branding KTM and have those riders alongside you as well, riding the same machinery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's a good moment to 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 go there in a good year uh, with the line line that we have, uh, and me as a rookie because uh, I had to learn a lot of things. Of course, uh, tires are different, bike is completely different, uh, races for sure. Uh, you have to manage in a different way and and. To have uh, an experienced rider uh, by your side, and well, all 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 three of them uh, with a lot of experience and speed. Uh, Brad knows the KTM <laughs> very good, I think. Yeah. Uh, Paul as well, he's been super fast on on his years with the KTM at the end, uh, and Jack coming from the Ducati. So yeah, perfect year to to learn a lot because I, I I know I had to learn a lot and and maybe learn new things and new styles. So. Uh, I go there ready to first learn and then we'll see. And then as well, like you said that the change to the Triumph helped you a lot, rewinding quite a lot there. <laughs> um, but do you think, obviously, the Triumph, the idea is to put Moto2 better in the middle between Closer. Moto3 and MotoGP. Yeah. Do you think that will make that easier for you as well? And what do you think about yourself on a bigger bike? Do you think you... You, I don't know what the word is. Like, do you think you'll adapt? You will adapt. <laughs> but do you think that could be an advantage? Uh, I think so, honestly, because uh, now I'm struggling a little bit uh, with the Moto2. Uh, I'm quite big and, and heavy, yeah. uh, so I'm struggling with we have uh, where we have long sprays and more than long sprays accelerations and, and all kind of tracks like like here in Japan, stop and go tracks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know I'm going to struggle a little bit, but uh, yeah, of course uh, in the MotoGP is going to be better. This 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 problem is going to be solved, let's say. And, and yeah, I don't remember the, the, the other question. Just basically, <laughs> do you think you'll be okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you know so. what I mean though, with like so. that difference, like the Triumph, it really is quite a different kind of step now uh, yeah. from three to two to MotoGP. Yeah, So. and uh, and yeah, of course, uh, I'm watching all my Moto2 openings from the past, and uh, Ariem Betsecki, uh, Marini, Bastianini, uh, Martin, yeah. uh, they are now, Performed very good and doing very good races on his on their first years uh, or the second year. So why not? <laughs> How much different is the Honda Moto 2 compared to the Triumph? Was it a really good step in yeah. terms of making that jump to? Motor yeah, not a lot, but just in in, in a few areas. Yeah. Uh, like torque was different, and maybe we had to change a little bit the way of. Because with the Honda, we had to do a lot of corner speed, mm -hmm. uh, even if we had power, but was not a lot uh, yeah. in torque and, and with the Triumph you can make more kind of stop and go style. No? You can brake a little bit harder, stop the bike and, and use the acceleration to, to exit. So. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think we need to let you go soon. But we were going to do quick fire, we but now we do don't have fire. the materials <laughs> that we expected. So we I try have, and... Re I oh, have he's ready. Oh. Quick fire. I'm ready. So... Okay, go. The first one is, what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, was this year uh, 
before uh, the European races, after all the first overseas races. Um, my mom, actually, I was working with, with her and uh, be water. <laughs> I enjoy it's that. more intense. Uh, there's a story uh, behind them, but uh, behind it, but uh, be Go water. with the flow. Yeah, at the end, yeah, yeah. all my tattoos. Ah, okay, cool. That's nice. Yeah. Just wait for the age of talent good boys to uh, <laughs> go by. Uh, the second one is what would you have told yourself at 18 with the knowledge that you have now? Uh, patience. Be more patient in some moments. Yeah. Patience. Well, That's a good one. Favorite teammate you've ever had? Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna add one in here. Fastest teammate you've ever had. Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toughest competitor you've faced. Toughest one. Um I'll say because also the situation, Sam. Oh yeah. To win Sam in in not my best moment was okay, that's cool. Tough one to beat. I thought a guru was coming there because yeah. Vietti yeah, but said in a video that I was struggling more in in, yeah, in those yeah, years true. where I was trying to to beat Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same bike and same team. So uh, most embarrassing moments <laughs> on or off oh, track. Oh, I forgot <laughs> I added that. You did that on yeah. and off track. On or, 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 off, or track. off track. On or off track. Embarrassing moment. I'll go to with uh, <laughs> when I won in Silverstone, and, then and I I know in Athens was, and I yeah, yeah, yeah. fell down in a pack for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Vintage. <laughs> Bit of an easier one. Favorite food? Pasta. Pasta. What type of pasta? Any okay, Yeah. Spaghetti. <laughs> Favorite track? Um, Athens. I was gonna say, come on, yeah, like you've only got one yeah. of them tattooed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favorite place? Mallorca. The place you want to visit most. Yeah, that you've not visited. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Maybe we go, we go a lot of places, so. Yeah, we go a lot of places. But maybe Thailand without racing. Yeah. Thailand in holiday, I would like to visit. I mean, you have the chance next week, no? Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Was that it? No, two more. Favourite win? Favourite win? Yeah. Oof. Asen this year mm -hmm. and Misano in 2019. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was good. And then the last one, Fran wanted to know this. Yeah, this is the most important question of all, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I'm already struggling, yeah. right, with the humidity. <laughs> Even when you take off your helmet, you have the most perfect. <laughs> yes. Please tell the people how. A lot of years, of years taking care of. Uh, <laughs> a lot of, of years, great. <laughs> a lot of preparation during the morning. And <laughs> I like to imagine that that's your main thing that you focus yeah. on to get up. Yeah. Pay I hair. take some time to <laughs> to get ready. But and, like uh, legit, honestly, it's amazing. Like, everyone else is <laughs> Thank just you. like Thank bright you. red, and then you're just like. No, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for everything. <laughs> right, I think that's it. Thank you yeah. so okay. much for joining us. Thank you guys. Like we said, genuinely happy birthday, and thank even you. more thank you for spending some of it with us. Thank you guys. With us. I can speak. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining us and yeah, have a great weekend, have a great flyaways. You too. Let's see where it goes and uh, see you. you on MotoGP next year. Yes, yeah, good see luck you. for today. Thank you. The upcoming races, mate. Thank you.